Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Elevate Retake. My name is Kelvin, your host as always. Happy to be back with you. We are getting close. I looked at the numbers this morning. We're getting very close to 20,000 downloads, which is pretty ridiculous uh, considering that about a year ago we were flirting with about 10,000. So in roughly a year and I don't know, give or take a couple of months, we've almost doubled our downloads and our listenership and um, we can't take any credit for that. That is all you guys, the listeners, sharing the episodes and uh, working hand-in-hand with God to get these messages out, especially the messages out to people that uh, they maybe need a little bit of encouragement, that, that maybe that had a rough day and you thought it was a great idea to send them the episode. Anyway, it's you guys working with God, and we thank you so much for your support of Elevate um, over the last couple of years. So, enough of me blabbering. Um, Let's get to our wonderful guests. I'm going to start to my left. Introduce yourself, even if you've been on here before. Uh, people, Maybe people need a reminder. Maybe the first time they're ever listening. So introduce yourself, what you study, a couple cool facts about you. I don't know. Whatever you want to do, I'm just going to leave it up to you guys. Let's start with the gentleman to my left. Go for it. All right. Um, hello. My name is Keith Barrow. I am a junior communication major with an emphasis in radio TV film. I was on the podcast actually a few weeks ago, yep. so it's my second time back here. Mm-hmm. Um, a cool, I guess, some things about me. I love to do a lot of different things. I like to cook, like to travel, like to see new places, like to hang out with friends. Um, at school, I'm in like I do, I do a lot of music ministry yep. with um, re- with reset and stuff like that. Um, I actually sang at Elevate a few weeks ago, actually. Um, and yeah, I'm also an essay. I'm the VP for this year. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. A lot of stuff. Yes. This, a lot this, of stuff. Just a little bit, you know. Just a little bit. Stay very busy. It's good, though. <laughs> All right. So the gentleman across from me. All right. So my name is Jacob Barnes. This is my first time being on this podcast. I'm grateful to be here. Um, I'm a senior business major here at Southwestern. I'm also studying to take my MCAT exam to get into medical school this year. So kind of a big thing I have coming up. So big deal. It is. um, Usually when I'm not here at school, you know, I'm always trying to be active, you know, Either whether it's doing some projects at home building or just having fun outside. I've been recently trying to get into disc golf, which Ooh. I'm obviously not good at. So, Highly you know, recommend. Highly it, recommend. it is something that it's kind of like golf, you know, one of those things you just have to practice and practice to get good at. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of been my new hobby that I kind of do every weekend. So my name is Andrea. I am a junior communications major here. I'm... Uh, pretty involved in the school as well. I'm an essay. Um, the public rela- publications. Publications. I always mess it up. I'm the public. What is it? Publications. Again? Publications director. Um, so I do roundtable. Um, and I like to read. I like to write, paint, and yeah. PR person on campus. Yeah. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been kind of dissecting. Matthew 6 and the Lord's Prayer, and our speakers have gone a couple of different directions, and I think we're going to go down a really cool road here today and and see what you guys think. Um, I'm going to throw this out as a very general and broad question to to kick things off really easily. Since you were a kid to now, however old you may be, or from whatever point in life you want to take it, how has your view on prayer changed since you were a kid to today? Um, I think for, <clears throat> sorry, um, I think 
I think for me, my view on prayer when I was a kid, it was something really cool. You know, I was like, oh, I can talk to like God and like, you'll hear me. And I was like, dear Jesus, like, hear me, you know, like, hold, give me, let me get a bicycle for Christmas, you know, like something like that, you know? So I feel like it was very like intriguing when I was a kid, you know, and, but it, it, it didn't seem personal. It seemed more of like, in a way, I guess how you, like a little kid would like talk to Santa you know and you know that's kind of i feel like when i was a kid i feel kind of i feel like for a lot of people maybe that that's kind of how it is when you're little you know and then when i got older you know i started like when i got more to understand i guess what prayer was i think it started changing a little bit more where i was like okay well you know god's my father and he wants me to talk to him like a friend how do I do that? You know? And so I started trying to think more. So I would I would try to like find different ways. I'd be like, how do I do this? Like, you know, maybe I should like, you know, sit down and be like, hey God, blah, blah, you know, for me it was cool, but I, I feel like I just I I was like, eh, not really me. But then also me saying like thee and thou and all that stuff. It also really wasn't like working for me either, you know? And so like I feel like it was I was trying to find that me, like, well, what is like what is prayer? You know, actually how does that how does that work for me, you know? And so I think in high school, like later in high school. I started like not I wouldn't say crying to God you know but I was like there was a lot of things that were happening and so I started being more like yo I'm going through so much like where are you you know and so I felt like it came out of a place more of like hey I need to see you and so it came I feel like for me it felt a little bit more like personal actually like I really had to like really find what worked for me. For you guys how has it changed since you were a kid your your view on prayer to to now today? I actually see it a little bit differently because when I was a kid, um, my parents were separating when I was like around six years old and I would pray so intensely and I'd be like, God, please keep them together with by whatever means, just mm. keep them together. I, um, maybe you can keep them together by giving me a sister or, or something like that. And I would pray so intensely every single night. Mm. And once my prayers weren't s- starting to get answered, I would... I was confused. I was like, what's happening? And well, obviously God has his plans and Mm -hmm. things change. But um, as I got older, I kind of started to feel that my prayers weren't necessary. So I would just do as a like checking it off. Like, okay, I woke up, got to pray. Check. Mm -hmm. I'm about to eat. Check. And then once I started feeling that disconnect from God, that's whenever I went back to praying as intensely as I did when I was younger. And I started writing in a journal and Mm. I feel like journaling really helps, especially with my prayers. And I still have my journal today. And that's definitely helped me with my connection to God and through prayer. I like how, well, not like how you said, but like Mm -hmm. what you said about like, you know, kind of having a checklist in a way. I could I connected to that like as mm-hmm. when I was younger I felt like not even just younger but probably even like you know in high school I yeah. was I kind of felt like sometimes it was like oh a checklist mm-hmm. you know like oh like I wake up you have to pray okay because mm-hmm. like also I had a little a little chore chart on my in my <laughs> room you know, yeah, and then on my prayer <laughs> on it was like get up do devotion yeah do prayer and so I was like I have to check all my things off so mm-hmm. it actually did become a physical checklist yeah. for me you know and then I was like, but then when I got older, I was like, wait, it shouldn't be a checklist, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's also like, so I guess in that moment, I kind of like stopped, like, I, I kind of, it wasn't, I didn't stop praying, you mm-hmm. know, but I stopped like, okay, 
like making it a checklist item yeah. you know and so i was like well, now so mm. then i kind of took a pause from it i was like well, what do i what do i do to actually mm-hmm. make this real because i don't want to just do it and it's like null and void because i would actually start being repetitive i yeah. would be like dear Jesus, thank you for waking up this morning protecting mm-hmm. the last light you know it was, every yeah. time it was the same and same you just so start finding like, harder and harder to exactly. find stuff to pray for no yeah mm-hmm. and so i was like hey no what well, let me actually like f- like figure out like how to actually pray you know mm-hmm. and so that's when i took a step back and then i was like what does it look like for me you know yeah mm-hmm. and so i think that's like i think a lot of us can connect and like like under like relate to that having it as a checklist item and like mm-hmm. just doing it just because I guess I'm the only one that prayed for protection over Batman. That's okay. <laughs> oh, Batman. That was me when I was a kid. Batman was my thing. I was like, God, you got to take care of Batman. He's got to save people. But yeah. so here, here would be my follow up to that. Uh, you mentioned journaling is kind of the thing that mm-hmm. that helps you. If someone asked you that that same question, my prayer life is I'm stuck. I'm in a routine. I say the same things every single time. Mm-hmm. How how can I get out of it? What would you say? What has worked for you? Uh, what advice would you maybe give somebody that's kind of stuck in that in that routine? And it's okay because mm-hmm. I find myself I'm like, wait a minute, didn't I just say that like yeah. four or five hours ago when I like you know like when I talked to God? Um, and there's things that work for all of us. And I'm just kind of curious if someone asked you that, how do I get out of this routine? I feel like I'm saying the same thing over again. What would you say? Well, for me, like I, I guess I'll take this from the perspective of me actually asking this question because I actually did. I actually asked my roommate like Jose, and I was like, hey, like. Like, I don't understand how to talk to God. Like, I don't understand, like, you know, like, how do I not just make this, like, a routine or whatever? You know what I'm saying? And so something he would tell me, he was like, hey, like, tell God that, you know? Tell God that you feel like it's a routine. Tell God that you feel like it's, that you're not just feeling it, you know? Like, talk to him, you know? And he was, and he was like, if you're mad, because, like, like, there was a situation where I was just, like, you know, I was just frustrated. And he was like, if you're mad, even if you're mad at God, like, tell God that. Yeah, I think one thing growing up, you know, you're always kind of the the norm is like, you know, you kneel down, you pray to God. That's kind of how you grow up learning how to pray. But journaling is maybe one way that kind of helps you do that. I, I love backpacking. So, you know, whenever I do that, you know, I get to wake up in the morning and just kind of meditate and be like, you know, there's so much beauty out here. You know, just kind of talk to God in this kind of quiet space and just kind of meditate on the things that he's done good for me and stuff like that. So I think, you know, for everyone, it might be different, you know, journaling might work, you know, maybe going for a walk and just kind of talking to him might be a way for you to do it and might work better for others. So I think one of the, uh, one of the worst things that we could do, and I mean, that's too hard of a word. One of the mistakes I think that we make sometimes is we'll look at somebody's prayer life and be like, Ooh, I'm going to copy that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is from personal uh, experience because the greatest prayer warrior that I know is my grandfather. That man, when he opens his mouth to pray at church, he comes up with some vocabulary that <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I don't know where this man pulls these words from. They're not in the dictionary. It's like heavenly vocabulary, right? And I've always been like a teacher, man, I want to pray like my grandpa. Like, that's what I want to be like, you know? And I would try and I would try and I just, like, that just wasn't me, mm-hmm. you know? And so you got to find... Even if you, even if you know, you take the advice of journaling, you take the advice of going out. You got to find a way to make that you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, 
it kind of goes back to that first question you asked is like, what makes us who yeah. we are? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, I could say, I wish I could sing like Keith, but you know, <laughs> I can't. So, you know, it's, it's kind of finding mm-hmm. what works for you, what makes you unique. Because I mean, even, even studying in college, I know all of us kind of know there's so many techniques out there to, mm-hmm. to figure out how to study, how to make use of your time, how to take advantage, how to be efficient. And I mean, there's just endless possibilities Mm -hmm. and it just all comes down to what works for you, what's best for you. Mm -hmm. The most difficult thing that humanity and Christians struggle with is finding protected time with God, Mm -hmm. finding like the 10 minutes somehow, some way in our day when it can just be you and him. And because of that, the way that I have viewed it and listening to you guys talking to God throughout your day in terms of like weaving in him into everything that you do. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. changed everything for me personally. It's like, cause now I tell him, all right, God, I'm about to go, you know, play basketball with my friends or I'm going to go to the gas station. I'm going to the grocery store or I'm doing all this other stuff. But at least for me personally, I'm including him in everywhere, like in everything that I do. Um, And it's helped me it's helped me big time. Uh, so, because I think we've all had this idea and we all kind of mentioned it as little kids. Well, if I'm not on my knees and I don't have my hands yeah. together, yeah. I don't have my eyes looking up to heaven or closed uh, so I don't get distracted. My parents used to tell me that. I was like, you're, you're supposed to close your eyes in church and get distracted. <laughs> I was like, what? All right, anyway, point is <laughs> we grew up with that idea and we think, man, if I don't have 10 minutes to spare, oh, then I just, you know, like I can't sit down and talk to God when in reality, you can be, you just do it all day, all the time. Everything that you do, include him, and that's kind of how I've seen it. No, yeah, like like when you mentioned like you know like the on your knees and like pray and hold piano, like hands yeah. like folded and you know, like I literally like have like a picture of like there's a little like red book that we would be like <laughs> my like my friends like my little I, was, I yep. forgot like I, I have the same book yes, yeah I still have it you know and then, like the picture of like Daniel praying and yep. all that stuff that that was literally like the example it was like this is how you pray. Mm-hmm. And so I'm okay, let me try. And I was like, like fold your hands, like, you know, like uh, get on your knees and like uh, mm-hmm. by your head. And then like literally like, trying to mimic that little pose, you know, <laughs> and I feel like that's what made prayer feel like for like, sure. Yeah. Like a yeah. formality yeah. of sorts. Exactly. Cause you're just trying to copy what you hear is like that, you know, but it's like, honestly, like you don't have to like kneel down or like do this, to, so for God to hear you it's not like mm-hmm. God's gonna be like is he kneeling down is his yeah. oh your finger is not in the right place I'm not yeah. gonna listen to you you know it's like he actually just wants you to talk to him you mm-hmm. know and you can talk to him anyway you know and like that's just like a way that's like you know like, I guess like common way people like you know people do and it's and, and it's not like it's bad like exactly. that's yeah. like that's good for someone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so um, this last question I promise goes is going somewhere so just <laughs> go with me for just a second um, I want you to think about your best friend you have him or her in your head okay your best friend on earth all right give me a a moment maybe without too many details but however you want to share it is fine a moment when you were about to do something and your best friend because they are your best friend were comfortable enough to call you out and say um i don't think you should be doing that do you have a moment you can think of I took a pause to like think about it, not because I couldn't think of one, <laughs> but because I couldn't think of too many. <laughs> You're like, which oh one do I choose? I'm like, because okay, my that's best- a whole another episode, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole another time, yeah. Um, because like for me, my best friend is my brother. Okay. Um, and so 
I mean, just because we grew up together, there's <laughs> so many times like you know like, he could have been like, "Keith, what's wrong with you?" And I, yeah. Anywho, um, I think I guess um, what came to mind wasn't maybe like, us particular situation, but it was more of like an overall, overall like things that like I've I kind of do repeatedly. And he always like, "Keith, come on, get together," you know? Okay. Because I'm a, I, I don't I I. It takes me a minute to actually like implement things, you know, <laughs> like uh, you know. I feel but, you. Um. So anywho, so like um. So I guess, um, growing up, well, not growing up, but like my sister, so my sister has special needs, you know, and so a part of that is that she also has meltdowns, you know, and so there's a lot of things that like has like in that situation, like dealing with that happens. A lot of like emotional things, and for okay. me, when I get upset or things like that. I kind of take it out on other people, you know, mm-hmm. that I, that are like close to me, you know, and it's definitely not fair, you know, because even especially if I when I get hungry, oh my gosh, <laughs> me too. Like, it's it's really yeah. bad. It's oh boy. really guys. I'm telling you, like it's so bad. I, I literally try to hide it so much here at school because it's not a good. Key. <laughs> it's not a good key. So you that's why I'm you hungry. didn't respond to me that. <laughs> I have one. <laughs> All right, go for it. So my boyfriend is my best friend. And um, everybody say aw. Aww. Aww. Anyway. So um well when I was growing up with my mom, it was just me and my mom. And we don't really have filters with each other. So Ooh. if we go shopping and she's like, What do you think of this? I'm like, No, that's ugly. <laughs> and then she'd be like, Oh, like, do you like these shoes? We're like, No. And then whenever I show her stuff, like, Oh, mommy, look at what I'm going to wear. She's like, No, go change. And stuff like that. Like, but it doesn't bother me because okay. that's just kind of how we sure. grew up together. So one time I was um, with my boyfriend and um, someone asked me like oh look I got these new shoes like what do you think and uh, I was about to like tell them like I thought those were the ugliest <laughs> shoes I've ever seen and he looked at me and he said no because <laughs> he knows me but he says it like in a really nice way he'll uh-huh. be like and then afterwards he pulled me aside and he was like I know you were gonna say <laughs> he's really sweet about it though but it happens pretty often so, that's good though yeah. he knows you that's yeah. good I appreciate the the honest answers, <laughs> but I go with that question because, um, I think, uh, it should be the same way with God in our prayer life. And I'll explain why, uh, your brother and your dad and your boyfriend, those are people that absolutely know you better than almost any other human being on planet earth. And I think God obviously knows us better than anyone. Mm-hmm. And in our prayer life, I think my one recommendation, a big thing that I took from not only this conversation, but listening to the message was like, we have to allow to listen. Okay. We have to be able to learn to listen so that God can like call us out and break us down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, because when that happens and that person calls us out or whether it's brother or dad, whatever it is, family member, we realize, oh, wait a minute, I'm not doing something right here. Let me, let me fix it. Or let me do something, you know, let me change how I'm acting. <laughs> um, So that's why I brought up the question, because I hope that in our prayer life, we can do a little more listening, like Keith said, and realize that God is not responding to us in a horrible or mean way. He does it in a sweet way, like your boyfriend does, (laughs) Um, or he reasons with you like your dad or your brother. But I think he's always there looking out for our best. We just have to listen and allow him in our prayer life to to break us down a little bit so that he can build us us back up. 
But anyway, guys, thanks so much for being here. This was uh, this was a lot of fun. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Uh, we'll have you guys back again very, very soon. For all those listening, wherever you are, <clears throat> excuse me, around the world, thanks so much for your support for Elevate. Um, nothing that we could do here is possible. The studio and everything that happens here uh, is all thanks to you guys working hand-in-hand hand with God. Like I always say, make sure and share the episode. You don't know how much of an impact you could possibly make on people that you know by just simply clicking that little share button, throwing it on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you do with the episode, and uh, send it out to someone who maybe could be blessed by something that they heard or that you heard here um, on this episode. So thanks so much again. Appreciate you guys being here, of course, in the studio. My name is Kelvin. We'll see you guys next week. And like we always say, there's always room for one more.